0: Thank you for listening to Noobs and Dragons. If you'd like to listen to more of LPJ and Sphinx, make sure to check out Last Action Podcast, where they discuss action movies. If you're looking for more Matric, check out twitch.tv slash Matric on Stage. That's M A T R I K. You can also check out his work on YouTube, and that's Matric on Stage there as well. For more of myself, Craig WK, you can listen to podcasts like The Legend of Retro and Noise Land Arcade. You also find me at Twitch at twitch.tv slash Craig underscore WK. If you're interested in supporting Noobs and Dragons, you can go to patreon.com slash GameZilla Media, where you can pay $5 a month for access to Behind the DM Screen, our behind-the-scenes monthly special. This show wouldn't be possible without our patron support. Thank you. Last time on Noobs and Dragons, after slaying a Grell, the group encountered X319, a draconic beast which took the form of Vivian and tricked the group into removing a circlet of domination from its head. And welcome back to Noobs and Dragons. So the three of you are in the study. You've learned that the this Project X319, or whatever it is, uh, has... You know been where had been wearing some kind of like t, uh, circlet of domination and it was essentially he was under some type of orders. you guys removed it. he's no this thing is no longer bound to whatever orders it was previously under. but that's uh about all you get. you have this strange key you learned uh uh fairly little otherwise uh from the thing uh, except that it uh mentioned that when you when you brought up the fact that uh, uh, you know, you're about the boots, it said that you're in the dark and seemed to make special note of that. Otherwise, you hear Fritz in the kitchen uh, preparing your guys's uh, dinner, and it seems like it's almost ready as you guys take your hour, which is a short rest, to look over this item and get your health back and stuff. All right, did we want
1: to look at that that note? Yeah. Hannibal? Let me, let me
0: yeah. take a look at it, see what
2: I can do
3: with it. I take it
0: out. Sure. So you grab out the the note from the uh, uh, you know the Payne family. You found it at the uh, uh, Payne exports, and essentially it's a like a work order for weapons. And it looks like it's the from Morn Ballantine requesting weapons from the Bloodbane family. Uh, if you want, you have a specialty in uh, uh, forgery. You said correct. Uh, then by all means, go ahead and make me a, an intelligence check with proficiency bonus.
2: Intelligence check.
0: Hmm. Add your intelligence mod plus proficiency bonus. And what should you get?
2: Is that a six or a nine? That's a six. Mm-hmm. That's a eight. Mm-hmm. With an eight, you take a look over it. and oh, Wait, uh, do I get advantage do I,
0: since I'm proficient in it? Uh, that would be the proficiency bonus. Is, oh, is, yeah. yeah.
2: Okay, so not great.
0: I mean, you take a look at it, and, uh, uh, I mean, Morn Ballantine said that it was not his handwriting, and, and you kind of only have that to go by. You've not seen documents that Morn Ballantine has written himself uh, to compare it, you know, with anything. But, I mean, as far as that goes, it it doesn't – it's hard to tell otherwise. Without anything to compare it to, uh, Hannibal, it's
2: hard to say. Well, uh, not sure. Great. That was that was great work,
1: Hannibal.
3: It was quick. You're, you're really doing
2: great today.
1: I, I didn't waste a lot of your time, so – Fair enough. How about some dinner? Yeah.
0: So you guys go and you talk to uh, or, or go to have a meal with Fritz. Fritz, you know, puts the meal in front of you guys. Uh, maybe he ate earlier. He usually doesn't eat with you guys. Uh, he, you know, slides the meal in front of you. It looks like it's uh, uh, some type of pasta dish, essentially. Uh, you know, he... You know, pour sauce over it, slides it your guys's uh, way, and he kind of goes to busy himself, uh, uh, you know, in the kitchen cleaning up and stuff while you guys eat at this, uh, you know, kitchen table. Fritz, what do you got to drink? Oh, I I have plenty to drink. I have uh, many blueberry wines from the family's vineyards. Uh, he says, would you care to uh, for me to open a bottle? That would be fantastic. Yeah, leave the bottle on the table.
2: <laughs> do you have like a do you have like an ale maybe? He
0: says. Uh, I do have a few bottles of some ale. I will take that. Uh, he uh, uh, essentially, it's like a uh, like a big jug that he gets from like whatever brewery around in the area. So he he pours you an ale and he opens up, uh, uh, pops the uh, cork on uh, this blueberry wine, and you guys start drinking.
1: All right, so guys. I want to
2: whisper. Sorry. Do we tell him what's going on? Do we let him know that you know shit might go down?
3: Hey, fr- uh,
1: let's let him know to be on guard. Okay.
2: Yeah, Uh, any
3: strange things you've seen in the last few hours, bud? Strange things in the last few hours? Um, No, no, nothing.
0: I had been outside for uh, uh, some time. Uh, I was, you know, uh, trimming some some plants, some bushes outside, and uh, nothing.
1: Why is this? Well, just if you see Vivian, don't let her in. Vivian, don't let her in. Uh, That was the girl who vanished the the other night, right? Correct, yeah. If she happens to come by, just lock the door don't let her in
2: yeah and call the guard she is uh she is bad news really bad just news.
1: get the hell out of here uh
0: see vivian run away i got it <laughs> yeah uh i i'm not sure what this vivian did she seemed very quiet the other night but uh i i will be extra careful and uh i will make sure that uh if anything strange happens i alert you great nice any nods i uh,
3: and I pour myself more wine,
0: <laughs> and you right. tip the, the <laughs> bottle a bit, and, and and like you know start drinking back some wine. I uh, otherwise I I go ahead and make insight checks, all three of you.
1: That's not
3: seventeen. That is an eight. And uh, Hannibal
2: nine. No eleven, sir.
0: I. You guys uh, don't really notice too much. Uh, with a seventeen, uh, Thelonious, you get a kind of like a weird look from uh, 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 Fritz. Fritz kind of like almost looks like he wants to ask a question, and then he just sort of thinks better of it almost, and then turns around and, and goes about his business cleaning. Speak your mind, Fritz. What's up? Oh no, no, no. He says uh, it, it's nothing. I, I just, uh, I was wondering what maybe this was in connection to.
1: Uh, it's related to our investigation. Oh, the the disappearances you mentioned. Yes, it seems she may be, uh, may be the culprit. Oh, this is a shame. Uh,
0: I, I will alert you if anything happens. Make another insight check off. Just Thelonious. Seven. Well, even with a seven, you feel like once he knows that it's connected to your investigation and not anything else, he seems quite relieved.
3: Okay.
0: Uh, otherwise uh fritz continues on his business he you know starts you know cleaning and stuff uh you guys drink some wine some ale uh a little bit later uh, maxwell comes in uh and uh he walks on in you know with his cane and, and steps in and he goes uh young master uh was uh your trip to the asylum right
2: well you know it was a thing uh, Do we, yeah.
3: Should we fill them in?
0: Oh yeah, we should All
2: definitely right. fill them in. Okay. I throw
3: some more trail mix at uh, Hannibal.
2: <laughs> trail mix appears
0: and just sort of like like a, like a flurry of motion and vanishes a moment later. And uh, uh, you guys explain the story of what happened. And he goes, "You were you were gonna throw trail mix at it?"
2: Well, I mean, I did throw trail mix at it. Um,
0: okay, uh,
2: you've had it. It's delicious.
0: It, it's swell, young master. I just feel like maybe uh, uh, when I. Uh, person you're trying to interrogate who's ready to run away is in front of you. Maybe uh Yeah, he was being a dumbass, wasn't look, he? Maxwell. Look, look. Hindsight I mean, is yeah. clearly <laughs> twenty twenty. I ain't gonna say you're wrong there, Thelonius. Uh Maxwell, uh, have a drink. Yeah. He says, indeed I will. And he takes a sip of uh, blueberry wine. Uh and he goes I like this guy now. <laughs> Glad
2: you guys are best friends.
0: <laughs> he says, Young master it's fine. He says it, it seems like this thing was willing to run at the drop of a hat and it seemed to be pretty manipulative. Yes. It tricked you into knocking its little tiara fancy crown thing
1: off. It mm-hmm. did, which, how which, did which, it which know to more, do that? Well, thinking more about it, it wanted that thing off, damn it. Oh, yeah, because it was being controlled, but how did it su- – it had to have had some sort of will in order to to motion towards it. I
0: mean, it, it. yeah, it seems like it must have. It must have had some orders that it was following, but otherwise was able to do its own thing, operated autonomously or whatever, you know, just under some – Guidelines. Uh, who knows what they were. And he kind of shrugs and he takes another sip of uh, like blueberry wine and he goes, Are you familiar with such things? Ah, magic, not so much, but something like this. This isn't a beast. This thing's cunning. This thing's smart. This thing knew it wanted the crown off and it knew that you three would be interested the moment it mentioned anything relating to this circlet.
2: Did we come across somebody requesting a brain at some point?
0: You guys did. You guys, when you were in the... Uh, uh, the brain of emphysema bloodbane. Indeed. You guys, uh, when you were in the uh, Raspith mausoleum, you found a letter from... Uh, Uh, Somebody named Laszlo to a Captain Grigor Gratzer requesting his presence in the city of Rayburn Falls to do business, offering him information, uh, intelligence on botulism bloodbane in exchange for the brain of emphysema bloodbane. You also found in a cell there a flesh golem that had no brain.
1: I think someone found their brain. And maybe got it a new body. Is that even possible? Uh,
3: It's got to be, since we just saw whatever that thing was. Maxwell shrugs, and he says, I've never heard
0: of anybody transferring brains, but I'm also not a mad scientist or a necromancer. And he kind of just shrugs, pours some more blueberry wine, and he goes, "Uh, Fritz, this is pretty damn good. You got another bottle? And Fritz (laughs) is like, of course, of course, let me go get
1: it. And he goes into the cellar. I pour it... myself another another glass
0: oh yeah i I, I haven't stopped so <laughs> oh the the bottle is now empty from you yeah, guys and and Fritz is going to get more uh Maxwell kind of shrugs his shoulders he says well it sounds like this thing was bright enough to even threaten Fritz and I which makes me think that it probably wanted you guys locked down here can't imagine it wants us dead I mean what do we know
2: fair enough I'm mm-hmm. thinking as long as you kind of hang out in this general area with Fritz just to you know
1: it used them as leverage. Yeah, he, he nods and he says, "I, uh, I can't move
0: around like I could, but I can swing something." He says, "If anything gets in here, it won't be happy. It ran into me." He says, "I won't leave like I have been. I'll just st- stick around here for now."
2: Yeah, you know, maybe check the place out too. Kind of, I think something we have We haven't even explored this place yet.
0: He kind of shrugs and he goes yeah I guess I haven't either and with Fritz not not in the room you guys can kind of talk freely uh, he goes I mean this Fritz guy is pretty great
2: but like I mean
0: yeah this is a real big mansion who who owned it before him yeah. who
2: you know and there's nobody here it's uh, just us yeah, it is just us so yeah if you want to maybe just kind of skulk around sure sure without maybe without alerting Fritz
0: he kind of gives you a, a, a like an AOK symbol, a thumbs up, and and he's willing to to do some investigating in the uh, the house, the Mirtielle Auberge. Right. I uh, he says that he'll he'll handle it over the course of the next day or so. You know, if it's a rush, let him know. Sure. Uh, but I uh, yeah. Otherwise, the three of you. Our sort of, you know, like, evening has come. You guys have eaten. Uh, A few moments later, Fritz comes back up with another bottle of this blueberry wine. Take a glass Uh, of that. You guys, he pops the cork again, pours out some more drinks, pours you some ale. And you guys, you know, kind of relax, and uh,
1: things kind of calm down a bit. Alice, how are you feeling over there? Feeling good. Uh, There's something I wanted to talk to you guys about from the asylum. So... Obviously, we all saw pieces of each other's pasts. Yeah. I'm not interested. It, if it's not related to the case, it it doesn't matter to me what you guys did before. Um, the only thing I think we all need to agree on is that if any of that information does become relevant to our case, that we will be upfront about it.
2: Now, I'm cool with that. I don't think I necessarily have anything currently. Yeah, sure. I'm thinking.
1: There's
3: nothing I can share at this point that's going to help in these matters. I know I am a bloodbane, but Tony, I don't know what the hell this thing is.
0: Coincidentally, completely indifferent to what Alice just brought up in your guys' conversation, there's a knock at the front door.
2: Mm. Uh, There's a knock at the front door. <laughs> Fritz, uh, Fritz, can you get that? <laughs> Fritz is like, of course, of course, I'll be right
0: there. And uh, Fritz goes to the uh, the front door and uh you guys kind of quietly wait and kind of listen and a moment later fritz comes in and he says uh uh, delonious it it is for you um it's a little strange um maybe be careful he he sort of skulked into the shadows and he's behind the one of the trees in the front yard and uh, i didn't get a look at him but i don't know who it is
1: since i don't know who it is either i'm gonna tell i i'm gonna send you a message in five minutes if Okay, sounds back. good. I'll I'll walk out to the front yard. Sure.
0: I uh, uh, Hannibal and uh, Alice. You guys know that uh, he had a visitor the other day. Brought some information. Uh, you know, he had a conversation. Uh, but you didn't really get a lot of details. I don't think. Did you tell much, Thelonious? Stuff? I didn't tell him anything. Uh, oh, then yeah, never mind. You you know that he had a visitor the other day. That, that was it. it. Uh, right.
2: Here's what we're gonna do. Let's give him the benefit of the doubt. Agreed. We'll see if he comes in and lets us know anything. If he doesn't. We'll act accordingly.
1: Agreed. <laughs> All
2: right. So you
0: guys wait in here and and you know have another ale and a blueberry wine. And uh, Thelonious, you walk up and you see that there seems to be a form behind the tree, indeed, uh, but they seem a lot smaller than the last time. Like it wasn't. It doesn't seem to like it's your brother. Hello. Ah, uh, Thelonious, right? Uh, who who is this? And a kobold steps out from behind the tree. Uh, he has black scales. He has yellow eyes. He's wearing uh, uh, light armor, although he is wearing a uh, helmet that has, like, horns that look like a black dragon's horns that kind of jut off of each each side. Uh, and the figure sort of, you know, steps out from the uh, shadows and uh, he says, uh, the name is Kizarro Bloodbane. And he smiles real big. Bloodbane? Why, yes, we're family, of
3: course. We don't look like family.
0: (laughs) Well, that is how the banes operate, though. If you're a dragon, if you're a dragonborn, or a kobold, and he points at himself, we're all members of the same family. How'd you know I was here? Well, a bit of bad news. Your brother seems to be in a little bit of trouble there, Thelonious. Yeah, what did he do? Why, he was corroborating with someone who's on the outs in the family of course you Thelonious yeah his note was intercepted and uh we understand that you are still family of course in a sense even if you're a bit of a failure and uh failure I wouldn't go that far it's a lot of dead people on your hands there Thelonious a lot of dead dragon-born blood on your
3: scaly claws. job still got done, didn't it? (laughs) At what cost? He says, No, no, no. Uh,
0: I'm here only to provide you the new note, because we let your brother know that all the information he was providing was very, very strictly regulated, and this is his note for you. Regulated by who? Why, my superior officer and your brother's superior officer cyclone bloodbane oh yeah where is cyclone right now not in the city of rayburn falls as of right now to the best of my knowledge it is only you and i in the city of rayburn falls in the family
3: yeah you better be careful because they're looking for us all over the place for there's rumors that we're roaming around so who's been talking
0: he kind of stops for a moment and thinks and he goes oh now that is a good question
3: Perhaps someone who
0: really, really dislikes dragonkind. That might be your answer. He says, because the Bloodbanes, I'm only here to provide this note and leave the city once again. Because the city is currently on lockdown in the Bloodbane family. No one is allowed in or out. And you're kind of on the outskirts of that, Thelonious. So you're uh, sort of immune to that. Where's my brother? He says, he's still alive. He's working for Zyklon, but he's being monitored a little bit more strictly. Information uh. shouldn't be just passed around. He says, but this, and he hands you a note. He says, this was simple enough that they didn't seem to find a problem with it. He says, but if you need anything, certainly I'd be more than willing to help. He points to a uh, the mailbox in the front of the house. He says, there is another slot that I've... Put underneath it. If you need to get any messages, make sure to just write the note, put it in there, and I'll do what I can for you. I'll be checking in every so often. says, your brother's okay for now, but do be careful you don't ruin any plans of the bloodbains. You are on the outs. They might not look favorably upon that, even if you are dragonborn.
3: Doesn't, what plans are going on right now? I'm not allowed
0: that information, much like your brother isn't, even though he was snooping around.
3: So, for his sake, you see, we're monitoring him. If anything happens to my brother, your head's coming clear off. If anything
0: happens to me, I don't know that Zyklon would care enough. But if you ruin Zyklon's plans, he will make you pay. So, I wouldn't worry about your brother so much as yourself. I'm not afraid of that bastard. (laughs) <laughs> Don't be silly. All of us are afraid of Zyklon bloodbane. All of us. Anyone sane is. Who says I'm sane? <laughs> Good point. He says, have fun with your little note. And he turns around and starts to walk away.
3: Um, I'm going to look at the note
0: there. You open the note and it says, only a few words. Not a city, but armor. you look up, and Kizaru Bloodbane is nowhere to be seen. He's
3: slunk off into the shadows. I will uh, head back in. And you walk in. uh, I'm going to go through the kitchen and grab another bottle and just start... (laughs) drinking right from it
0: and uh as you guys are about halfway through the blueberry wine that is at the table you and maxwell uh you pop the cork on another one as as you know fritz gathered up a whole bunch of bottles and brought them up from the cellar and uh yeah it, you start drinking uh five minutes did not pass only maybe a few minutes did
1: but he's not, he's now walked in right he has indeed you uh you all right there at i'm fine going a little little heavy there
3: yeah well, going hard. It is what it is.
2: So what's all that about? I don't know right now. You don't know right now? No, I don't. Give us something. Give us something to know we're still good.
3: Well,
0: did you want to share the note or did just say that you fill them in? Um, I'll share the note. Sure thing. So Thelonious kind of opens up the note, holds it in front of you guys, and uh, all the note says in hastily written uh, handwriting, not a city, but
3: armor. You guys have any idea what this might mean?
2: Not a city, but armor.
3: I think that there could be, it's a long shot, but I think there may be some sort of crazy connection with all this. But this is all I can go on right now. Who gave you this note? I can't really say at this moment. Nobody I'm concerned of at this moment to be
1: like, okay, the perpetrator I, of all this shit that's going down. I promise you that. He showed us the note. I I trust him. All right, I'm all right with that.
0: Maxwell kind of shrugs. He kind of stands up with the, his cane, and uh, I, he you know uh, sort of looks in your guys' direction. He says, "Well, uh, I'm heading to bed." He says, and he kind of points to Euthalonia. He goes. I don't know a lot about riddles, but uh, I don't know. Maybe think about cities you may know of. And he shrugs, and he uh, starts walking upstairs.
2: Are there any cities that sound like like they could be armor? You don't know of
0: too many big cities around. You know of uh, a uh, an elven city uh, far to far to the uh, uh, northwest called Narquellion. You know in the north is Strachelm, uh dwarven city. Uh, as far as that goes, there's not a lot of large cities around otherwise. There's a drow city in the Underdark called Enwina Lume.
1: Nothing really jumps out at you. Any notable like
0: forts? Not really. Uh, I mean, the, like there are definitely forts out there, but nothing that you would know the name of nothing off the top of your check. head or okay. anything. I, uh, if you guys would like, feel free to make an intelligence check, and I might be able to give you a uh, clue.
1: That's just intelligence plus our intelligence yep. modifier. Exactly. Okay. No, yeah, so no other bonuses. That is a twelve. The twelve.
0: Something about it kind of catches you. You feel like you've heard something related to, to cities before in the past while well, you've been in uh, Rayburn Falls.
2: I'm sorry, what, is this, what was the check on this? Uh,
0: intelligence. Oh, six. Six? Uh, it's, it's a little fuzzy. It's hard to tell. 16. With a 16, didn't you hear something about a city from someone's dying breath? Shit.
2: <laughs> oh, the dead guy. Ah. The guy, the necromancer.
0: I merely, Oh, at the beginning. I merely sought knowledge in the city of endless
3: night. City of Endless Night, and that
2: was—I just have it underlined. <laughs> <laughs> sorry, I was metagaming. gaming. I gotta think of the guy's name. Uh, Grigor Gratzer. Grigor Gratzer, yeah. thank you.
1: He mentioned. Oh, he set. was the he captain. He was the guy that, he
2: mm-hmm. the guy that uh, requested. He fought the in brain. the League
3: of Inferno. 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 Oh, yeah. Sorry, against the Blood Banes. Uh huh. Was obsessed with death. And uh, he was the one that wanted to. He wrote, the Laszlo wrote the letter to him, didn't he? Mm-hmm.
0: Laszlo wrote the letter to him requesting the brain of emphysema Bloodbane. You now have a note that says, "Not a city, but armor." And you know that his dying dying words were, "I merely sought
3: knowledge in the city of Endless Night."
2: So, this- so, Endless Night
3: has gotta be an armor. But then there was darkness. It's the boots.
2: Well, shit. Yeah. Fuck. We should have never given those damn boots away.
1: Make what? a history check. You're not wrong, all of us. Uh, anyone can make the history check.
2: Ugh.
0: Natural uh, one. Oof, that was the second of the day? Ooh, yeah. natural 20! With a natural one, you go, I got it! And then you pass out and hit your head, and uh, you black out. Okay. And he pees himself. Uh, nine. Uh, with a nine, it, your, your head's kind of fuzzy, it's hard to, hard to remember. With a natural 20... The city of Endless Night did not sound familiar to you in the least. Now that you know that it is the armor of Endless Night, you know that the in the war 50 years ago, this torn Ballantine who was, you know, the commanding officer trying to rebuild this dragon kingdom was known to wear a set of black armor that was called the armor of Endless Night. I let them know. Thelonious is unconscious, so
2: I let Alice
1: and Maxwell know. Uh, Maxwell we're... is upstairs and asleep. I let Alice know, <laughs> and uh, Fritz—he's—he's—he uh, goes—is he okay? <laughs> oh, he's fine. He's always like this. Should we? Should we take him upstairs? Oh, we'll we'll, uh, I'm not we'll him his ass
0: around. We'll I just, <laughs> Oh, I'll, I'll get him a blanket. And, oh, and he, he nods and gets a, a pillow and you guys kinda or he kinda lifts up Thelonius's head, puts a little like a uh, throw pillow
3: from mm. the parlor under his head. My boots are night city. Oh. He goes,
0: Yes, yes, that is that is wonderful. You you sleep well, and he puts a, a little like quilt over uh shoulders.
2: Alright, so it's safe to assume somebody is trying to collect the pieces of the armor of the Endless Night. And
1: they now have the boots. And
2: they oh at minimum. At they minimum, at least yeah. have
1: the boots. Somebody has those boots.
2: But it also begs the question why was the professor holding on to the boots? Are there other people that are guardians of these artifacts? I wonder
1: if they were guarding the boots. Well, I maybe They were in the vault. I mean,
0: he he was a, a seemingly uh from what you've gathered, he he had magical gear and artifacts on him. Uh whether they were like sort of in transit to go somewhere else. Or
1: that he was holding on to them, he did have these boots, these it, black metal boots. It pains me to say it. We might have to talk to Kibo again. Ask him if he knows anything about the what's in that vault.
2: Well, we already opened the vault. <laughs> what was
1: in the vault, you mean? <laughs> well, yeah. What was? But see if he knows any information about what was in there and if he knows where the other pieces might be. I
2: agree, but also... Who were what was the what was the guy's name the professor? I can't think of his name now.
1: Kefuddle. Kefuddle. What, what friends did Kefuddle, Kefuddle have that he was holding onto these boots? Right,
2: maybe they all have pieces. Maybe he's got an maybe there's a there's a there's an Illuminati.
1: We got to figure out who Fritz uh, goes <laughs> I
2: should keep drinking, buddy.
1: Uh yes, yes.
0: Uh, i uh, yeah, takes another sip of uh, his blueberry wine. Fritz, Fritz let me is ask you a amazing,
2: question. by the way. Fritz h- <laughs> how long have you been in the city?
0: Oh, uh, for quite a few years. Uh, uh, maybe about uh, 10 years
2: now. 10 years. How long was the war? 50?
0: Uh, the, the, he, Fritz wouldn't know offhand, but yeah, it was 50 years ago.
2: Okay, so... About 50 years ago. So was Kefuddle around during the time of the war?
0: Oh, 50 years ago?
2: Yeah. Uh, Kefudal
0: was, uh, was a gnome. He, they tend to live a long life. I, I presume he would have been alive then.
2: I don't know if he fought in any war.
0: Who else has been
2: around potentially that long in the city?
0: oh uh for 50 years in this city yeah oh um i i'm not entirely sure uh governor thane moore has has ruled over for probably about 50 or so years 100 years maybe uh you have uh uh abraham goldbeard uh he he's in the uh church district uh uh, oh, would he really know many others? Uh actually yeah, he he thinks about other and he gets a 19 on the dice. Uh let's see, he uh he would know that uh the, the Payne family probably wasn't quite as big 50 years ago. Uh they they were a little bit more recent. Uh as far as that goes, uh those are the only names he can think of who would have been around like 50 years ago in this city for sure that he knows of. And governor we know, Thainmore and his friend, Abraham Goldbeard.
2: And we know that the governor is just stepping down, but we don't know why.
1: No. He is retiring. That's all you know. We need to go talk to this dude. We should probably make an appointment for the governor, and we should talk to Abraham.
2: Yeah, I agree.
1: Okay, that's probably our course of action for tomorrow.
2: Yeah, I think so. It's pretty late right now, I would assume. Yeah, yeah. it's
1: getting late. Uh, also, <laughs> Thelonious is snoring. Yeah, I don't think he... I mean, I don't know if he's going to be any good to us awake either, but... Well, I mean, if we got to burn some shit. Yeah, it's true.
2: (laughs) Yeah,
0: I mean, he he proved that he can do that. That's for damn sure. So you guys head to bed. Yeah. You guys go to bed. Uh, uh, Let's see. Uh, Alice, you're a high elf, uh, so you would only need to rest on four hours for trancing. Uh, So about four hours pass. Uh, You don't hear sounds when you wake up. You don't hear, you know, no commotions are happening or anything. It seems like the rest of the house is Sleep at this point. Is there anything you'd like to do? Anything you want to look up in the, uh, the the study? Did you want to go
1: kind of snooping around the house? What do you want to do? I think I'd like to go to the study. Oh wait, I to... We have these goggles that I wanted to attune. Oh so yeah, uh, did you want to attune the goggles to you? Let's attune the goggles. Absolutely. Uh, what were the goggles again? Oh, shoot, I just wrote a pair of goggles. Uh, uh, eyes of the eagle. Ah, so there advantage you go. with a. Uh, Perception sight sight. Yep. Uh, so, yeah, you attune them to
0: yourself uh, and you now have uh, advantage on uh, perception checks so long as it's sight related.
1: All right. And then I want to go to the study sure. and try to find anything about these boots. The armor and, and, of and endless night. Anything about the armor. Yeah. Armor of endless night.
0: Uh, let's see. Roll a D20 to see if there would be anything related, related to like ancient dragon artifacts in this study. <laughs> That's a one. Uh, first of the day. First of the day. Wonderful. Uh there are not any dragon artifact books in the uh this uh, place. It's a lot more local history uh in this study. It's it's a little bit more general knowledge. Is stuff.
1: there anything about people who like may have may have been here fifty years ago that might still be here, or just I mean about people who were here fifty years ago? Oh
0: sure. Uh well fifty years ago would have been uh the uh the night of death when uh Prince Lion, the uh uh councilman who was uh secretly in league with lords of madness was ousted and executed in the streets and that would have been the same time botulism bloodbane uh stole necromantic artifacts that were being stored away in the vaults of the like magic academy for so nobody could use them stole them and flew off with them uh which was one of the reasons why the city has such a Bad, bad taboo with necromancy is because of this crazy event. Uh, Bothellism ended up killing quite a lot of people. Uh, aside from that, yeah, you see records of, uh, sure enough, Abraham Goldbeard, Governor Thanemore. You think he came to power maybe about 60, 70 years ago. Uh, uh, Abraham Goldbeard was not necessarily the councilman back then, but he did uh, operate uh, churches back then. Uh, he's, he's been operating churches in the city for quite a while. He's sort of, a, uh, like sort of a, a well-known holy
1: man in the area. Okay. Do I have time to look at any, th- any other books?
0: Not really. Uh, you take a look over a lot of stuff, and uh, eventually your friends wake up. Thelonious, you uh, uh, find yourself on the kitchen table, and what would have been a really horrible night's sleep was not that bad because of the pillow and the blanket. Ugh. <sighs>
3: Oh but you guys I for
2: like a million bucks this morning. <laughs> but why am I on top of the table? That's a good question. Why
1: are you on top of the table? Your pants
2: smell like a million horses. <laughs> okay.
1: I'll use precipitation and nice clean flowery down. scent. Yeah comes uh, from he, my pants. He can
0: clean
2: himself with that smell. Really? really? yeah. He's, like like straight up
3: like it's not an illusion. It removes dirt and stuff. Yeah.
2: Oh, do it twice.
3: <laughs> so you I use it on him and make him smell like ass. <laughs> Well, all it does is remove, I mean, you can make
0: a bad smell, but it's very, it it just fades away.
3: That's fine. I still want to do it. Smells like farts for a moment. (laughs)
0: Uh And Fritz, who's cooking in the kitchen, sort of like smells for a moment. He goes, um, uh, pardon moi? And continues cooking. That was Hannibal. He smells like ass. He says... It's it is okay. You are guests. You can smell like guess if you want to smell like gas.
2: <laughs> Thank you for that. Thank you. And he That's... nods and
0: and he starts like you know frying up like eggs and stuff. Uh, a little bit later, Maxwell comes down. You guys eat breakfast. Uh, what's first on the agenda?
2: Well, we fill uh, Drunko here <laughs> on exactly what we discussed prior to his passing out. Absolutely. Uh, or so post his passing out. Sorry,
0: you vaguely remember having a notion of this. But they fill you in the rest of the way that yes, the armor of Endless Night was a suit of armor wielded
1: suppo- or worn supposedly by Torn Ballantine. Okay, I think what we should do is first head by Governor Thanemore's office because it's probably going to be more difficult to get in with him. Yeah. So let's set up an appointment, whatever we got to do for that, and then let's go see Averham. Do you think Citrine Fall could set us up an appointment? Ooh, I like that. Do we neither?
2: Well, I, what I was thinking know, is
1: maybe we could, maybe she could fast track it.
2: Yeah, she's a, in in a little woman. bit
1: Faster, she is a councilwoman. Well, okay, maybe let's see what we can do on our. own. I don't know own. how I much hate... I want to let her know. Yeah, though. I would, and fair I would prefer not to bug the client if we can avoid it. Okay, all right, it's fair. Right, if, I gotcha. if it's gonna be a month before we can get in, then well, then we'll, tap. Then we'll grease the wheels. Uh, I think
3: yeah. if we just walk into the governor's office and say we're investigating these disappearances, I, I hope he'll kindly let us
1: in. I hope so too. <laughs> So you
0: guys want to head to the government district and go to uh, see Governor Thainmore? Correct. Yes. Absolutely. So you guys get together. Uh, Maxwell tells you not to worry about the house. He'll watch over things. Uh, He whispers that he'll protect Fritz. Uh, Fritz is very oblivious. He just goes, I'll watch out for Vivian and make sure that I shoo her away. Thank you, Fritz.
2: Yep, you do that shooing.
0: We And uh, uh, you guys bid adieu uh, to the Mertia Auberge You guys head across town. And uh, it's fairly early in the morning as you guys are leaving. So, you know, as far as that goes, there's not a ton of people out on the roads. You guys make it across the uh, river and over to the uh, government district fairly quickly. And in the same building that uh, you guys met, Verna El Citrinefall, you're directed to that being where the governor's office would be. It's like this main primary government building where Verna has an office as well as where Governor Thanemore does his work, usually.
1: Right, side over there.
0: You guys head inside. Uh, go ahead and roll me a D20. Uh, Thelonious, you're the one who wants to avoid her the most. We're going to see uh, what you get here.
3: What was it, investigate? Or? Uh, just a d20 roll. Oh, three. With a three, you uh, walk
0: in, and <laughs> down the hall, you see Verna Elsa satreenfall who notices you guys, and uh, she immediately stops what she's doing. She's, like, opening up her office door and heads in your guys' uh, direction, and uh, she walks up, and she says, Alice, Thelonious, uh, Hannibal, how goes the investigation?
1: It's going well. We're making some decent progress. Good, good.
3: And she nods and she says, uh, "How can I help you?"
1: We're here to see. No,
3: governor- no, I, I, I had to go to the bathroom. Can you, can you help me find the bathroom? Make a deception check. <laughs> Four. I. Uh, no, sorry. Deception. A deception.
0: Nine. <laughs> she kind of nods and she says, uh, "Of course." Uh, she says, "The there are. This is the you know." Uh, like you know, the most important building in the city. Uh, there are specialty, you know, essentially like like restrooms, if you will, uh, within the facility. And she directs you uh, to like uh, the basement. Essentially, it looks like there's a staircase that leads down, and there's like uh,
1: latrines down in there. Alice, you had to go too, didn't you? No, I'm fine. I'll wait here.
2: Yeah, we're, you know, we're the the governor's right here, right?
1: I head to the bathroom. You start heading to the bathroom.
0: Uh, she, this is office right here. She stops and she says, "Oh, the governor's office is uh, uh, down the hall, up some stairs." But uh, uh, take some time to get meetings with him. What did you need?
2: Oh, we were gonna go uh, just chat. We haven't we haven't met. He seems like a nice guy. Figured I'd you know I'm working on getting this this the trail mix business off while we're here. I thought maybe I'd give it to him see if he even give me a ringing endorsement. Maybe I could pop it in a couple shops. And, uh, you know, you make some cash on the side, because, I mean, you pay well, but, you know, I, I can't I can't fight crime forever. I got to do something
1: after that. Make a deception check. All right. <laughs> I don't know. That doesn't sound like a lie. Oh! <laughs> What'd you get? <laughs> 20? <laughs> was it?
0: No. What was it?
2: A one.
0: She says, this is why, so let's go to the bathroom. Hannibal. Yeah? I feel like if you're trying to get in the governor's good graces, there's a couple things to keep in mind. Yeah? One is that if you complete the job, the governor will be much more appreciative and definitely give you a ringing endorsement. And two, there's a good chance that I will be the governor and you'll get that ringing endorsement. So I wouldn't worry about bothering the governor. He's very busy and I don't even know if he's in the office yet. Okay, I'll go. And she nods and she says... Don't worry about things like that. Focus on the investigation for now.
2: Yep, you got it. I am going to get the hell out of here and go investigate. And she nods and uh, looks to you, Alice. Do
0: you
1: have anything you wanted to ask her or say? I don't know why I came here with these two. Have a gr- have a nice day, in Citrine Fall. And she
0: nods, and uh, and she goes into her office, and the door closes. Now, I'm oh, in the you. bathroom. Yeah, so you go so. around the, the down this hall, go down a staircase, and essentially it's like a series of, like, Porta John's basically, but in the basement, they're like the sealed off citrine. So, uh, I didn't really have to uh, go um, to the bathroom, you.
3: but Clearly. but I'm gonna look. I look and see that those two went back outside, and then I can see that citrine fall did whatever. Can I, on my own, head up and see the governor? You can try. So uh, as far as that goes, do you want to sneak by the... Uh, I do. Absolutely. So
0: uh, currently, Alice and Hannibal have not actually left. They're still in like the lobby area. Uh, and It's early in the morning. There's not many people here. So you creep back up, and you're going to sneak past uh, her office?
1: Well, yes. And us.
3: Do, do you want, guys all want to sneak? Do I want to do something else? Maybe, I can use you- the prestigitation... I'm going to try and create a diversion again, like, far away. Like, I'm going to, like, some sort of, like, scenery in, in this main lobby, like, falls to the ground type of deal. Can I do something like that? You can or able- I can set off the fire alarm. Well, there's no fire alarm. This is a fantasy setting, of course. Sorry. Uh, Fires happen, Craig. You're not
0: wrong. Yeah, Only alarm, you can And the alarm goes them. like
2: this. Hey, there's a fire over there.
3: <laughs> yeah, basically. <laughs> Uh, but I can set something on fire. Oh god! You can.
2: let hold <laughs> on. Keep
3: in mind, <laughs> my mind's racing fast here. Keep in mind that
0: I, uh, unlike before, where you had like you know you were you made a loud noise where where you know oh, yeah. guards ran away. Right now, you're currently in sort of an empty government
2: building. Can you press the digitation locker door?
3: Screw it. I'm just going stealth. I'm All gonna right. go by myself.
2: Sure thing. I see that they're. Heading
3: towards the exit. Well, they're right? currently kind of. standing around. Yeah, you guys are all pretty much together at this point, so they'll they won't know what happened to me. But I'm gonna stealth and try to get into the office. Well, I mean, yeah. they they
0: they're oh, in they the lobby. Oh, they see me. Yeah, they're they're in the lobby the, just waiting. I'm gonna kind of wink uh-huh. and then head up. Sure, make a stealth check. Okay. And anyone who wants to follow can make stealth. Took checks a long as well. time. I this terrible. might
2: work better if we don't. Maybe all stealth check <sighs> and just go one at a time. Maybe if we can.
0: Yeah. Sixteen. The sixteen. You Get down low so that she can't see you through like the window of her door, and uh, you know, there's chairs out in the hall, but no one's in them. And you creep under behind, you know, underneath, and nothing seems to happen. And you keep going,
2: okay, okay.
0: And you get to the end of the uh, the hallway, and you see a staircase up. I'm adding up absolutely. Hannibal and Alice, are you going to follow or are you going to do something else?
2: Maybe we go one at a time, and then Alice, maybe when you get up there shoot me a message, let me know if you've made it or not, and then I'll make an attempt to go up there. Got it.
0: Go ahead and make a stealth check then, Alice. Let me know
1: what you get. Is in... 20... No. 21 plus proficiency, 23. With a 23, you creep, you know, beside the door, and
0: kind of softly move down the hall and you don't seem to be noticed and you're now
1: uh, seeing Thelonious like about to head upstairs. Okay, I message Hannibal, let him know that I made it.
2: And I say, well, here we go.
1: <laughs> by all means. 15. And you
0: creep by the door and you get to the other side of the door and you hear something and he freeze up for a moment and it sounds like she's moving her chair around and she grabs some papers and you don't hear anyone moving towards the door. And you make it to the end of the hall and the three of you together.
2: <sighs>
1: oh, that All is right.
2: seriously the most nervous I've been throughout <laughs> this entire campaign.
1: Why did we just do this?
3: Cause we gotta get some answers. So Let's you go. guys head upstairs.
0: And you guys, th- this government building is pretty large. Verna or, uh, yeah, Verna L. Citrinefall has a an office on the first floor, but you guys make it up the second floor, and you don't see Thane Moore's office anywhere. And you head up, and you guys reach the third floor, and you do see at the uh, end of a hallway are two dwarf guards uh, standing in front of a doorway. Might be Thane Moore's
2: office.
1: Like we're not getting in without talking to him. Yeah, let's just go well, right fine. to him. Sure. I'm not going
2: to so, offer any trail mix.
1: So you guys walk down the hallway, and
0: uh, the two dwarven guards are wielding uh, what are called, I believe, uh, dwarven ergoshes. They're like uh, uh, like lo- almost like like uh, long pole arms uh, or long poles that have, like, the spear blade at the top. So they're almost like axes that, like, have a little bit of reach to them almost. Uh, and they kind of cross the, the axe blades as they see you guys approaching maybe from, you know, 50 feet away or whatever down this hall and uh the the two dwarves they both uh are fairly young The look, one looks like he has like blonde hair the other one like brown hair long beards uh pretty well kept uh, you know they're they're not wearing like any heavy heavy armor uh but they seem pretty proficient and they cross the the axes and they say uh, halt who goes there
1: hi my name's alice we're uh working on an investigation in the city we were wondering if it would be possible to have an audience with the uh, the governor this fine morning.
0: Oh, do you? And the other one, you know, with the brown hair, kind of steps up a bit and he goes,
1: "Oh, do you have an appointment?" Uh, unfortunately, we don't. It's a little time sensitive. Well, time sensitive. Oh, who hired you on this investigation? Uh, Vernice oh. Citrinefall. Well, it sounds like you should be chatting with
0: this with the councilwoman Citrinefall then.
1: Uh, unfortunately, these seem kind of like questions that maybe only the governor could answer.
3: But you don't have an appointment. Correct. Mm-hmm. Listen, you look like very smart, intelligent people. We're, we're trying to... Have you heard about these disappearances around the city? Oh, yeah. the The rumors are spreading around. Yeah, we're trying to stop more of these from happening. So we're we're here to help out the whole city. You got to help us out here. We got to talk to the governor. You could sit there with us if you want, but he's got questions. We think we that you know we have he has answers. We think that can help us in in making this happen fast. Make a persuasion check. Uh, sixteen. Kind of he kind of
0: nods. He says, "I'll tell you what I'll do. I'll go talk to the." the governor now and we'll see if he's free and if he is we'll let you chat with him if he ain't we're sending you away much appreciated that's fair and uh, he heads inside and the other one that's a little bit more quiet just sort of like kind of like you know with his one you know uh, strange dwarven weapon just sort of stands rigidly and uh, you hear soft talking coming from uh, uh, the other side of the door Uh, if you want go ahead and make a uh, perception check with disadvantage let me know what you get five. You don't really hear what they're saying, just that
1: they're talking. I still get my double uh proficiency, right? No, the the fancy magic uh goggles are no, for no, vision. For my uh, percent, I have double perception oh, proficiency and prof- proficiency. Yes, you would have that. Okay. So then I have a 16. Nine. With a 9, you only hear whispering. With a
0: 16, you pick up a few words. Uh it, it sounds like the 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 guard mentions, you know, a few questions, investigators, and I uh, uh, there's a moment passes and the the dwarf steps back out into the hall, and uh, he says, well, "You have a few moments, so you better make them count." And he that's opens the door. Much appreciated. And you see a a, a real huge dwarf. Uh, he's he's got real broad shoulders. Uh, looks like maybe he had uh, uh, maybe been very built like years and years ago, but he's a little older now, so he's got a bit of a gut. Uh, he's wearing you know pretty nice tunic that's you know. Uh, uh pretty well tailored. so even though he's a larger guy, it fits him very well. Uh, it's like the uh, this like gray color uh, grays and like browns he's very stone colors you know uh, uh, on him and also like in his office and he has a real real white beard uh, and it goes way down and uh is like really finely braided uh very well you know well kept and uh he's he's kind of balding on the the top of his uh, head. Uh, it's his hair's starting to thin a bit and uh he sees the uh the three of you walk in and he goes i'm uh told that you yeah you have a few questions
1: yes thank you for meeting with us governor thane Moore. we just had a few questions regarding our investigation for miss citrine fall regarding the disappearances in town he
0: says that's all well and good but uh who the hell are you
1: uh my, i'm sorry my name is alice this is hannibal and Thelonius. says
0: it is nice to meet you uh citizens
1: no we're we're
0: here on business business right the investigations so you have some questions for me that might help you get to the bottom of these disappearances is that right
1: that's correct sir I. well answer your questions
2: well my first question is um what what made you decide to retire
0: we don't live forever even dwarves don't live forever
2: I mean, you look magnificent. No, ma- if you, I hope you don't mind me saying that.
0: He says, oh, "You have bad taste."
2: <laughs> but,
0: but yeah, but yeah, you, you see, you don't see through the uh, the illusion. It's it's uh, it's. I've been alive for a long
2: time, son. Fair enough. A fair long enough. time. But why now and not, you know, next year or, or last year? Well, when the hell else
0: am I going to retire?
2: All right. Fair enough.
0: I mean, I could wait a year, but why not another year after that? And then I'll be dead and they'll be bickering about it. I might as well get it taken care of while I'm alive.
3: Fair Understood. enough. One of the um, disappearances is from someone we think you know, uh, Counselor Kefuddle. I Yes, I heard the news the other day.
0: Uh, K-Ball Cafuddle. he's uh, been on the council for quite a few years. Were you guys close? As close as I get to any of the counselors. I... I uh, have a, a fair say i'm the the final tie-breaking vote when it comes to bringing him in or not bringing him in uh otherwise the rest of the counselors vote so you know sometimes i know him well and sometimes i don't he is a wizard i i don't know wizards
3: that well so you didn't have a personal relationship with him at all well
0: not a
2: personal one no uh what do you know about the uh armor of endless night the armor of what all right all right
3: can you tell us a little bit about um the your association with the the league of infernus the league of infernus
0: i know of them they were a a mercenary band uh, that were up to no good a long time ago uh, maybe about 50 years ago uh but i heard they they kind of got wiped out died went missing uh they uh fought in a war right I've, I've heard uh, the dragonborn in the city, uh, uh, Mr. Morn, Morn Ballantine, he, uh, he's talked about uh, being involved in the war before.
3: You don't have any memories or recollections of this war or anything that went on back then? It
0: wasn't a war I was a part of.
3: Can we roll insight on you that? You sure can.
0: And let me know what you guys get. 21. He does not seem to have been in that war. Uh, You guys uh, or Alice would have uh, learned uh, the previous uh, or this morning that he's been in power for probably about like eh, like 65 years, 70 years, something like that. Uh, So, you know, when that war was going on, he was currently in the city being a a governor. What impact did this war have on the city? Uh, Well, uh, a pretty large one. The uh, uh, Dragonborn were in Exodus our city was expanding and we were getting an economic boon at the time. But, uh, as far as that goes, uh, they, they came into the city. They had nowhere to go. And well, we needed laborers. We needed to expand the city.
2: Uh, do you know what Kefuddle's role was then during the war?
0: I don't think he had a role in the war. Uh, I think he had been teaching. He learned, uh, from some great master at the, the magic school. And, uh, uh, Teaching others, I don't think he fought in a war.
2: What was the name of this master? Do you know?
0: Would he know? He was I uh, had, uh a Davida. He uh he had spent a, a fair bit of time at our academy. I remember the name, although I don't remember his first name. Uh, Ga, Gada, Gada Davida.
2: All right, fair enough. It's a
0: gnomish name. I I it's sometimes hard to remember.
2: Do you uh, know of any associates of Kefuddle that he would have had? then
0: well, i know he uh had a a daughter uh, i heard i thought i heard that she was had survived but then i got a report that uh she was missing as well
2: oh more recently yes yes she, she is missing. that's correct
0: well he spent a lot of time teaching his daughter from what i heard but i don't know a lot else about uh k-ball's uh friends or anything
3: you know anything about freedom peak
0: Freedom Peak. Yes, he's uh, just uh, he obtained the position in the uh, city uh, after uh, the untimely demise of Kabal uh, uh Normally, when uh, somebody new's coming into power, you know, there's a, a, a vote on the council. But in this case, because the previous councilman died, his next in line takes immediate control. They can fight it in another meeting and you know a yearly meeting but uh as far as that goes he's uh the new councilman he introduced himself just yesterday
3: yeah but you don't have any personal relationship with him either
0: he shakes his head and he says no no i uh i i have my own friends in the city i, I don't have too many though i keep myself pretty busy could do insight on that you absolutely
3: can 11 seems to be telling the truth um who are some other friends in the city that you have I uh, uh, you might
0: know him. He's uh one of the the councilmen, uh, Abraham Goldbeard. Yeah, oh, we
1: have we have yet to meet him, but we. Oh, he's a we're... great guy, great guy. Um, Couldn't
0: ask for a nicer man.
1: Yeah, roll inside on that.
0: Sure, absolutely. Yeah. Uh,
1: that is an unnatural, uh, right. Yeah, a natural 20. Yeah, take it. I got a 7. <laughs> Gen-
0: genuinely uh, uh, seems happy talking about his friend, Abraham Goldbeard. You guys have heard that they are friends, and it at the very least, see, if he's hiding that he hates his friend, he's doing a very good job of hiding it, because he seems like he likes him.
3: One I, I, oh, I'm sorry. I, I assume you want Goldbeard to, to take over for you, right?
0: Oh, that's who I'm pushing for. He's a little reluctant, but I, I think I can convince him.
3: Who would you most be fearful of to take over?
0: Oh, now that's a, a question. Now, you're not going to go spreading it around to anybody. I don't no, need this. No, this uh, is between, no, just between us. And the, the guard uh, who's sort of in the room sort of almost looks a little nervous that the governor is about to speak his mind. You think maybe, uh, you know, this has happened before or something. But uh, Thane Moore kind of like, you know, uh, puts his, you know, you know fingers to his chin and kind of strokes his beard. And he goes, Uh, oh, you know, I'd have to say that I'd be most concerned about Morn Ballantine. Yeah, why is that? Well, he's very, very insistent that, you know, the the Dragonborn get a a lot of preferential treatment. But, I mean, you know, Governor needs to be pretty unbiased. He seems to have a a pretty apparent agenda there. He's pretty apparent about it. He tells everybody. He seems to not have any qualms about that.
3: Yeah, but things are pretty rough over in the Dragon District, right? Isn't he just trying to make things better? He kind of shrugs and
0: has nothing to say to that.
1: Right. That um, was the that was all of my my last question was going to you know, be who okay. would you prefer for governor yeah. but,
0: you, Abraham Goldbeard is who he's uh, uh, pushing for. Now,
1: who's who's been in the city
2: for you know the last fifty or so years? Oh, he says uh, other than yourself and Abraham,
0: he says uh, there there must be some others, but uh, honestly, I don't know off the top of my head. Okay. And he uh, uh, he kind of shrugs and he says. No, I do have to get back to some work here. I hope you don't mind if I have my uh, men here escort
1: you out. Absolutely. You've been very helpful. Yes, thank you
0: you so much. He nods, and uh, Governor Thainmore uh, bids you guys farewell, and you guys walk out of the office. The guard kind of nods at you guys. He says, well, hopefully that helped. It absolutely did. Thank you for your help. And he kind of nods. So uh, what do
2: you guys know about uh, Dwarven half plate armor?
0: And they kind of look at each other, and uh, they're like, oh, I mean, I'm not a blacksmith, but I know enough.
2: I, got, I found some. You found some? I found some Dwarven half-plate armor. I, I can't, that doesn't fit me. Doesn't fit any of us. This is, well, I mean, let me take a look at it.
0: You guys in the market? Oh, let's see what you got. I'm not about to turn my nose up at Dwarven goods. Can I show him the armor? And You you bring out the Dwarven uh, uh, half-plate, and, uh, and he kind of looks at it, and uh, he says, Oh, no. Let's see. Does he notice anything about it? Let's see. No, uh, he he kind of shrugs and he says, "Now that sure does look like dwarven half plate." He says, "But uh, I I don't I don't know I I, I don't really have a, a need for it. It's a little old, a little rusty." All right, fair enough. And he, they kind of uh, nod and you know uh, uh, they're not too interested.
2: Okay, well thank you for your time. I appreciate. Yeah. it.
0: And they you guys. Uh, walk out? Do you guys want to sneak past the uh, uh, the the door, or do you guys just want to walk past Verna's I say, office? I, and I not- say we
1: just book it to run real fast. <laughs> no, I say because if we book it, and we get caught. That's gonna look suspicious. If we just casually walk well, past, I'll use
3: prestidigitation and I'll knock some more books down in her office, and then we'll just walk right past.
1: Uh,
2: oh, there you go. So
3: you get up to the the door, and you uh, want to just sort of
0: like knock some like books over or whatever. Yeah. I, uh, well, she does get a roll to see if it's magically done or not. You're not sure if she notice like she notices the books fall over and you guys move past as uh, you uh, do so. You're not sure if she notices if it's magic or not, and you guys make it to the other side. And you're now at the front entrance to this uh, the government uh, building. Alright.
1: All right. nicely done. I think it's time to go see our pal Abraham. Sure.
0: Uh, as you guys start walking, uh, like, down the steps of this government building, you see uh, Orvalt, the uh, dwarven sheriff, uh, start walking up the uh, uh, staircase.
1: Orvalt, how's it going? He
0: says, uh, uh, not great, honestly. Oh, no, what's happened? He says, well, uh, we had a pretty concerning situation uh, across town. Where, where across town? He says, in the uh, new residential district.
1: Oh, what's happened?
0: Well, um, uh, apparently something uh, pretty concerning occurred there. He says, uh, there there's a few people that have died, but they don't seem to be related to the the case that you're involved with, so I don't know if I want to bother you with it.
1: Uh, it could be. Yeah. Anything
0: would help us. He kind of nods. He says, well, uh, we found some some people were getting hurt. Our guard went to subdue what was going on and uh apparently there's some magical circles over in a house in the new residential district and uh they they took down a demon and that's where we're gonna go ahead and pause today's session